Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. This is On the Block with Stricken Austin. Nebraska Basketball Hall of Famer and nine-year NBA vet, Eric Strickland. Strickland for three! And you're going to go out of here as the Big 8 tournament champion. Middle school basketball coaching legend and Duke basketball shooting coach in his mind, Austin Orman. Coming at you live from the heart of Lincoln, America. On air and online at theticketfm.com. Brought to you by Mary Ellen's Food for the Soul. This is On the Block with Strick and Austin. Oh, it is good to hear that music again. I am Austin Norman, joined by Eric Strickland, who was here all last week. I was not Strick. Long time no chat. How are you, my friend? Oh, man. It's good to have you back, man. Hope all is well and has been well in the time and the vacation. I know you got to do some wonderful things in your time down in Texas. So it's good, man. It's good to have you back on the show. I, I was in I was in Strict Town. I was in Dallas for a couple of days. I still got love down there. Yeah. That's fun. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah, it's a little <laughs> bit. It's uh, it's been good. We 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 did miss you, but we held the fort down while you were away. So um, um, you know, a lot to get into is in in the coming back. Great weekend for for boxing fans, especially mm-hmm. out of the Omaha area. Uh, we'll get into that a little bit today as well. But uh, definitely, uh, it's been fun. And you know, you can always never. Stay too far away and too long away from uh, Mary Ellen's Food for the Soul, Austin. You had to get back, but I know it's mm-hmm. Monday, so you're going to have to wait till Wednesday before you can get down there and have a taste of the, the great cooking that they do there at Mary Ellen's Food for the Soul, who sponsors this show. Good stuff, man. How you been? Great. Uh, nice, nice week away with the wife. Uh, driving was smooth. You know, the biggest city I've driven in before is Omaha. So that's, that's a leap to, to <laughs> Dallas and Houston. Oh yeah. Uh, but we, we, oh, made yeah. It, we made it work. Uh, we're, we're chilling. Um, yeah. Saw a lot, did a lot. We were busy, not a whole lot of downtime till the night, but it was good. Hadn't been down South that way before. So I think we crossed mm-hmm. off a lot of the, the touristy things. I also stopped by, let me see here. Saw TCU, Baylor, Texas, Oklahoma, and Oklahoma state's football stadiums on the trip. So that was that was cool. Didn't obviously see games there. Saw an Astros game though. So yeah, it was a it was a nice week away, but good to be back at the same time. Good, good, good. Well, one of the topics we're going to get to because obviously uh, NFL camp is on the way. It's going down. Things are happening. There's some sitting out. Uh, there's still some contractual uh, obligations that have still not been met. One of them is with Austin's favorite team. One of his. His top of the line teams, and that is the Indianapolis Colts. Uh, Austin, there has been a obviously the running back situation has been quite hectic as of late. Right, there's just been a lot of concern with running backs whether or not they're going to get their their pay, their just pay, or they feel they're underpaid for the work and the workload that they partake and take on. So, um, with that in mind, Jim Ursay and 
one of the best running backs in the last few years until last year struggled a little bit 412 record and one 412 and one not a very good record last year struggled but Jim Irsay and Jonathan Taylor still one of the one of the top backs in the league had an opportunity to sit down and meet while the Colts were practicing and in that meeting there were some things that came out one is that there was going to be a a, a trade request by Jonathan Taylor and then Irsay says that they may end up putting on the uh, the injured list of some, some form of the injured list where he then says that they had a back issue that he was dealing with. There was no Jonathan comes out and says, I ain't no back issue. I don't have no back issue. <laughs> Get new sources. So there's a lot of, lot of craziness going on right now. Being an insider with the Colts, what do you see with this? Who's going to jump? Who's going to move first? It's a game of chicken right now going on. But Jim Ursay undoubtedly says, we're not trading Jonathan in, in, in October. It's not happening. So, what, what, what's what's to give here? The game of chicken, I think, is a great way to describe it because there's a lot of onus on the Colts to bring Jonathan Taylor back to help either a kind of veteran journeyman backup in Gardner Minshew not have to put the world on his shoulders or a rookie, you know, athletic specimen that's still learning the quarterback position not have to put the world on his shoulders. Getting an, an all-pro, first-team all-pro back, guy that led the NFL in rushing with 1,800 yards a couple years ago, Having him in the fold, fully healthy, recovered from an ankle injury should be key for this franchise, right? He's clearly the best player on the team. He's clearly the best player on the offense. That's a guy that the team should be doing everything in its power to keep happy, to bring back, to make everyone's life easier. At the same time, I don't think Jonathan Taylor and his new agent that he hired recently are doing him any favors, right? Earlier in the offseason, when Jonathan Taylor was asked about his contract, he said, okay, you know, I put pen to paper. I agreed to be here for the four years. Uh, they agreed to have me for the four years. The fifth year, we know, is the option, but I'll play through the four years. Well, then he comes to training camp with a new agent. All of a sudden, there's this new attitude. Um, I, I don't remember if he was part of the, the FaceTime Zoom call with Derrick Henry and a lot of those other big, you know, leading NFL running backs. But something changed in Jonathan Taylor's mind or in his situation, and he's acting on it, which is well within his right to do. It's just unfortunate to see for a guy that you know was very well-liked and respected in the locker room to really go about face from saying, yep, we put pen to paper, I'll be here for four years, to pay me my money now or else. I get it. It's business, and that's how the NFL is treating running backs, literally just like assets, just like business, not like people, not like players in far too many cases. But as quickly as it deteriorated um, from Jonathan Taylor's camp, that concerns me, and I don't really like that approach. Yeah, and and like you said, right now, here's, here's a good thing that's coming out of the Colts camp is this because, you know, Minshew obviously probably is not the answer for them, but there's early signs that are very encouraging with regards to Anthony Richardson and, you know, not so much so that they can bet your mortgage on it, that it's going to pan out or play out the way that they would hope. But some of the areas and one of those areas that they thought that there would be a struggle in is based off his lack of experience and the offenses that he ran there in Florida would be this issue of calling uh, calling plays in a huddle, calling the plays in a huddle. I mean, when you think about it, it's like a freaking paragraph. It's crazy how in-depth and and how wild and array the, the play calling is after you have to run off like dang near a paragraph 
<laughs> and mm-hmm. for each person and their assignments or the plays, they thought that was going to be an issue for him. But in the, at the end of the day, it's one of the areas that they don't feel is a major issue for him. Now, with that in mind, when they look at his film, though, Austin, they're very excited. They really think he can be special. Do you think that Anthony Richardson is going to surprise people more than you would think? Or do you think that you just allow him? And obviously, the Jonathan. Spring is in the air at Littleton Coin Company, and we want to help you brighten your collection. Visit us at littletoncoin.com all month long to enjoy 15% off your purchase. With a wide selection of coins, paper money, supplies, and more, Littleton Coin Company has something for every collector's taste. Use promo code SPRING at littletoncoin.com for 15% off your purchase all month long. Restrictions apply. Littleton Coin Company. Serving collectors since 1945. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Taylor could be more of a hurt to him than a help, or would he be able to overcome it? I think Anthony Richardson is going to have a pretty typical rookie year in the NFL. I think there are going to be a lot of interceptions. I think there's going to be a steep learning curve because I get it. He played in the SEC, but he didn't really start that many games in the SEC. So he doesn't have nearly as many reps at that high a level as, you know, other guys coming out of the SEC. Like, yeah, Joe Burrow played 15 games in one season. Uh, at LSU and had the you know year at the bowl against UCF before that started less than Joe Burrow and not a, as well-rounded fleshed out a prospect as Joe Burrow was didn't start as much as a Tua Tagovailoa a Bryce Young anyone like that so even though he played in the SEC he's still adjusting to that speed and then it's the best of the best you know 11 of them at one time from that caliber of team up against him so I don't have high hopes for Anthony Richardson when it comes to the statistics. What I have hope for is that he picks up the process, right? If he makes those mistakes, does he repeat it fewer and fewer times as the year goes on? Is he receptive to coaching? Uh, Does he work hard and, you know, try to earn the right to be the face of the franchise without putting too much pressure on himself on a play-to-play basis? Because that's where I think the, the presence of a Jonathan Taylor and especially a bounce back from a very pricey offensive line that underperformed last year helps him a lot. If Jonathan Taylor is in the backfield there, I can only imagine the type of mental safety blanket that is for Anthony Richardson to say, I don't have to do this all myself. I can turn hand it to this guy. He's going to average four and change per carry. Uh, He'll give me simple throws to make the majority of the time. With no Jonathan Taylor, oh, and no Zach Moss, the backup running back who just broke his arm out for six weeks, without a proven running back in the backfield, a guy that you know is going to get you four yards a carry, that would be more a mental burden, I think, on a young quarterback who at times at Florida had to put the team on his shoulders, which is exactly what Indianapolis doesn't want in year one. With that in mind, you're looking at a, a team that had a 4-12-1 record last year. Um just some upheaval, especially at the position for them that they would need and require for importance of, of a young quarterback that they have there. Um, 
Do you see them doing better than they did last year? As you look at the schedule, as you've weighed out the team, you've looked at the moves that they made in the offseason, what they were able to acquire, bring in, so forth and so on. Do you think that they can be better in the conference that they're in as well as the division? Do you do you, what, what do you see? I think it's going to be more of the same. I think getting the NFC South for crossovers is slightly helpful. Um, they get Carolina on the road. I mean, that's rookie quarterback versus, versus rookie quarterback. Uh, they're going up against their old head coach in Frank Reich, but that's winnable. Tampa Bay with Baker Mayfield doesn't necessarily scare me. Um, New Orleans, yeah, we'll see how they you know, adapt to that. Atlanta, you know, still doesn't necessarily scare me. So there might be a win, maybe two in the, uh, you know, NFC South versus AFC South games. I think they can split with Houston. I think that's fair. You know, each home team wins that one. Um, Tennessee will probably give them fits like they have. I think Jacksonville's the, the favorite in the division this year. So I wouldn't be surprised to see Jacksonville take both those games. But say you get two against the NFC South, you get one against Houston, there's three right there. And then can you steal one from maybe the Raiders, from maybe the Steelers, um, someone like that, maybe the Browns, depending on how things are going. The Colts aren't going to be favored in hardly any games outside of maybe Houston at home and any of the NFC South games they have at home. But every team steals a game they shouldn't every year. So all that to say, it'll still be in the three to probably six at the high end range of wins. But if it's going to be six, I'd rather it be three, right? Give yourself the highest draft pick you possibly can. Absolutely got to love it. Oh, I'm I'm interested really to see how Anthony Richardson, you know, pans out. Um, He's one of those guys right now that has uh, the chip on his shoulder a little bit because he was really overlooked, but yet he over excelled of what most people thought. And a lot of people, they just continue to say that they're, they're the, what they're seeing is they can't believe that that's what they're seeing. You know what I mean? It's, it's not like he's blowing you away, but there's, they just had an expectation. Maybe it's maybe a slower curve that they, they believe probably would be on. Um, kind of like with a with a child you know you put him in the walker and let him walk around a little bit you, you're going to be mm-hmm. experiencing that real soon yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you're going to have him walking around in a little the little walker thing and then you know you take him out and you let him kind of fall a little bit but that's something that i think that was an expectation but he's over exceeding some of those those thoughts that they had of him as well so i'm really excited to see uh that storyline throughout the year it's not a great division. That's what it comes down to. So yeah. it's not like you're playing in, you know, the AFC West or in the NFC East. So I think there's room and time for Anthony Richardson to grow. And I think that starts with, uh, like you said, the commanding the huddle with hitting the mm-hmm. simple throws that are available. That's another area I'm a little worried about the Colts. I don't know about their receiving core, right? So I, I don't want Anthony Richardson's confidence, right? Like, to, to use a cross-sport analogy, right? You, you hit a line drive right on the screws, but it's right at someone. You make the perfect pass in football that your receiver just drops, right? You did everything right. The process was right. It wasn't your fault. I got one for it, too, because I'm mad about it when I do it. You're, you, you, hit, you hit a nerve. Hitting the golf ball on the nose 
and it freaking goes right over the flag. Uh. But it's in the freaking trap, or it's, you know what I'm saying? Like, you hit it on a dart. I'm talking about a 215, 200-yard uh, five-iron or whatever, and it goes right over the flag and freaking in the water or in the rough, and you end up, instead of with a par, which you should have, and you end up with a freaking double or triple bogey. When the other guy freaking skulls it, and it goes on the line drive, and it rolls over right next to the hole. I hate it. I can't stand it. That's what golf does to me. But go ahead. Exactly. And that's where it comes about process, right? You, you swung right. You put the right touch on the throw. Sometimes it just doesn't work out because there's stuff that's out of your control. So I want Anthony yeah. Richardson to have enough success that he doesn't lose his confidence as a most likely rookie starter. But I also don't want him to have too much success too quick. So he thinks, oh, yeah, this is easy mode. I got it. I'm done working. Yeah. Well, there it is for that first segment. We're going to uh, step away. We'll come back and we'll talk a little bit about more about the running back situation. Uh, Derek Henry has chimed in. Uh, a former great uh, running back in Chris Johnson is also. Others are chiming in kind of on that discussion. We'll come back. We'll get into it when we get back right here on 93.7 The Ticket on the block. We'll be right back. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. 